Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gut. together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hold on, I asked up. It's Tuesday, it's 3 o'clock, and you know what that means. Time for Shelly Live. With your hostess with the mostess, Shelly from Cali on VOCNation.com. Hola, 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 hola. You are listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Kelly, and I'm over here just a hot old mess. Let me tell you what, because here's the thing. So when I broadcast to you guys, I do use my iRig mic in hopes that it sounds crisper. And uh, I have a little attachment that I have to use to hook up to my phone. So I realized, like, at the last second <laughs> that I didn't have it. And I was like, crap, it's okay. It's just, like, right there. And then I'm like, no, dude, it's not right there. Where is it? And here's here's another thing that I was like, huh. Because last week, let me see here. Right now I'm on VOC Nation. Okay. So I'm on VOCNation right now, .com. Shout out, the homies. And I always say, you know, go on VOCNation.com, blah, blah, blah. But last week when I had my Ashley Graham interview, she texted me asking what the direct link was because she couldn't find it. And I thought if you just went on VOCNation.com, I'll try it again, that you could just hear whatever's streaming and it didn't seem like I was hearing that on the commercial. I don't know. I'm refreshing it right now. So I was just very confused (laughs) 
a confused Shelly is, you know, the norm, I guess. <laughs> Always trying to figure things out. But anyways, how are you guys doing? It's Tuesday. Happy Taco Tuesday. I hope everything's been going well for you guys so far this week. I hope you had a great weekend. Okay, now, is it that I have to go on another, like, thing to listen on? It's that there's no player on here? Because now I feel bad. Because I'm always like, just go to VOC Nation. And then, let's see here. If you click on that, maybe I need to be promoting the Apple. Okay, is it live? I'm so confused. Oh, all right. I guess I just need to move on. Uh, but here's the thing, though. Like, I I always put over that you can hear the show on VOC Nation. Where are you hearing the show? If you're listening to the show right now, please call me. Call me, please, and tell me how you're listening because am I doing something wrong? Okay, listen live. Boom. It's taking redirecting me. Okay, listen live. Now it says the schedules. Okay, well, do I click on Tuesday then? Tuesday. Okay, and then here's the show's live right now. Okay. Wow, that's a lot to uh, go through. I didn't realize that that was the case. No wonder why she was confused. Because I was like, uh, this is on VOC Nation. It's just right there. All right. At least I'm not as confused as I was when we first started. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Days like that, you know? Let's let's just Let's just do this. Hold on. Let's let's restart. Let's push that restart button, okay? It's Tuesday. It's three o'clock, and you know what that means. Time for Shelly Live with your hostess with the mostess, Shelly from Cali on VOCNation.com. Oh my gosh, I just did a whole intro and it was on mute. <laughs> Third time's the charm. It's Tuesday, it's 3 o'clock, and you know what that means. Time for Shelly Live with your hostess with the mostess, Shelly from Cali on VOCNation.com. Hola, 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 hola. You are listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Kelly. How the hell are you doing today? Are you fantastic? I think you are for uh, putting up with this podcast. (laughs) All right. At least it's all sorted out now. (laughs) Yay, it's sorted out. All right. Anyways, I wanted to just talk to you guys today about a few things. Um, One of the things I'm going to be talking about is training. I've been, you know, having this new addition to our home. I don't know if you saw my latest YouTube video that I post, but we do have a new girl in the house, and that is Little Minnie. That's the name she came with. So that's the name we kept her with, especially because we're Disney fans here. Not Disney fans. I would say we're Disney princesses here, just to be real. We're Disney princess bitches. 
So we got ourselves a little, another Disney princess. Long live the OG Disney princess in my life, which is Ethel. But we have little Minnie, and I wanted to talk about how things are going with her and Fred. I wanted to talk about uh, how I was Psycho Shelly yesterday. Yes, that's right. I wish I had on the switchboard right now the Psycho theme, and I would play it. Wee, 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 wee. Doom, doom. Shelly, 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 Shelly. Like that remix? Yeah, I know you do. And then I want to talk about how yesterday I had my first ever virtual match. That's right. Someone tweeted me last night when I said I just had a virtual match. They're like, what's a virtual match? Well, guess what, Shelly Live listeners? Today I'm going to tell you all about it. Isn't it awesome that in life we have, like, an opportunity to restart? Remember that. Remember this debacle of Shelly Live. Whenever you feel very overwhelmed, frustrated, and you find yourself messing up in life, just take a deep breath. Exhale and restart that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so let's get right into it, shall we? Let's talk about this training with little Minnie. So when we first got Minnie, it was awesome. She, you know, she was, uh, you know, when she, I think I talked about it. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit last week. She came to us as a, um, did I talk about it last week? I don't remember now. Anyways, I'm talking about it now. So when she came to us, her story was that she had a elderly um, owner and she had passed away. And Minnie is going to be four years old next month. So, she, you know, she's pretty young. And <clears throat> when we got her, they were telling us, you know, she's very, very shy. And, you know, not only is she shy, but she doesn't really know how to go on walks because her owner didn't walk her that much and that she was pee pad trained versus housebroken because the owner, once again, being an elderly person, um, didn't take her out on walks and things like that. So I'm like, okay, I can work with this. Cool. So when Minnie got here, you know, she was very shy at first when we first picked her up. And then when we got here to our house, she eased in pretty well, quicker than I thought she would. That's for darn sure. And I was so happy to see that she was adjusting. She was very accepting of us, which was great. I thought she was just going to be like hiding in the corner, you know what I mean? And just would really have to work a lot with her just to even gain her her trust. So really, I was like, wow, okay. And then on day two, that's when we took her on a walk because we got home really late and I do live by the mountains. And so there's coyotes. I've seen coyotes just walking down the street, like a dog off. I even recorded it once on my old Snapchat, rest in peace. Right now I wish I could have some like sad music, you know, when you do a memorial for somebody rest in peace. Let's take a second. people. I would like to take this time to have a moment of silence for my former Instagram, Shelly from Cali. And my former Snapchat account, Shelly from Cali. Thank you for that moment of silence and giving respect to those sad, sad, sad social medias. I worked so hard on building and lost so many memories because obviously Instagram and Snapchat are chodes. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. But I recorded on my old Snapchat when I was in the car 
And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's a coyote right there. And I got a, it was really close. So, you know, we didn't want to take her on at night that night. So in the morning we did, and she took to it really well, you know. We have this thing called the Mertzmobile. And what the Mertzmobile is, is a double-decker doggy stroller, I guess you would say. It doesn't really look strollerish though. It more looks like, you know, sometimes parents will have, like, let's say a bike or something, like, athletic like that. And they have like their kid hooked up to it in the back and they're like in some kind of compartment, but they're like safe. That's kind of what it more reminds me of, you know, but anyways, call it a stroller. That's fine. If you want to check it out, if you go to Shelly's Amazon shop.com on there, I, all the stuff that I recommend that you check out if you're in the market of looking for something like that. For me, I got it because, you know, the Mertzes, they were very old. I wanted to be able to still take them out and I wanted them to be comfortable. Fred and Ethel both were starting to have mobility issues, mostly Fred, but you know, so that's why I got it, and I'm just so glad that Mini fits perfectly in Ethel's little compartment. It's on top of Fred. And so when we were by, like, where cars were going by, like, the busier street, that's when we put her in there because she got really scared. But when we were on the side streets, she really took to it. It was awesome. Like, my heart melted, you guys. I was just like, oh, my gosh, yes, because they really painted this picture about how pathetic she was really going to be, right? So everything's been going pretty well as far as like the walks go. She loves it. We better not say that too loud or she'll think we're going to go out. Like that's how good she's doing. And as far as the bathroom goes, she doesn't use those puppy pads. I'll tell you what, because when she's in Danielle's room, she sure pees on her carpet. But when she's not in Danielle's room, she's really good about it. And she'll even go to the back door to let you know she needs to go out. And she did that very quickly. I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is great. And one of my hopes I had in getting a companion for Fred was I really felt that Fred needed to get back that that animal side of him, you know, that really drives him. And what I mean by that is how, you know, Danielle brought up to me not too long ago how Fred, even though he was with me, just me and him for the first five years of his life, he still had moments like there was a time where I had moved to my grandma's house for a little bit and she had pit bulls that were very, very untrained. So I couldn't take Fred there. So he stayed at my friend's house, Spanky, not Brian Kendron Spanky, but a different Spanky. Shout out to Spanky. Uh, he was somebody that I trained with when I was training at uh, WE or what is it? EWF back in the day. So he and his wife at the time, uh, they took in Fred and they knew it was temporary. And it was just until like I found a different option than my grandma's. And so he lived with bigger dogs. So Fred's really been part of a pack his whole life, really. And when Ethel passed away, he really, I thought he was next. Like he was really just, um, you know, just he wasn't the type to just be laying around and sleeping around and stuff like that. So it was, I was like, dude, I can't have like Fred go to now. So my hopes in getting him a companion was that he would bring back that pack that he needs to feel a part of and that he will feel like he wants to move around more and be more uh, just, just oh, that breath of fresh air that he lost when poor little Mamie's passed away. So I've noticed, even though he and Minnie are still getting used to each other, she barks at him. She tries to punk him out. But 
I notice he does want to go in the grass now more than ever. And he wants to go to the bathroom on the grass and that's where she goes. And he wants to walk around more. And I'm like, yes, dude, this is exactly what I was hoping for. And she's only been with us on Friday. It'll be two weeks. So a lot of positive things have happened. But as you guys know, with good, there's always bad. Now, this little girl is getting so spoiled with attention. She's starting to think that she can run the damn house, and she doesn't want to listen. And now, like on the weekend when we went to take, I was like so excited to take her on her walk because it's been good for me too, you know, walking around in my new neighborhood and just getting that time that I used to get with the Mertzes when I would walk them because towards the end, of, like I would say like um, the last six, seven months of Ethel's life, we didn't go on walks too much because they just had issues. And the fact that we would go outside in our Tiki lounge a lot, that's just like, what was up? They're so old, you know? And I didn't realize until we got many, how much I needed that. And it wasn't something that I would think to do, like, when it was just me and Fred to be like, oh, I'll just put him in the Mertzmobile and we should walk around the block. But I just didn't even think about it. Or Ethel, for that matter, when she was around. I didn't think about, oh, I'll just take him around the block. Like, when you think of walk, you think walk, you know. And I didn't realize how much it did for me mentally. So even if you don't have a dog, little advice from old grizzled Aunt Shelley or Thea Shelley. 60 years old over here. I've lived this, lived on this earth for a long time, have many experiences. You listen to Thea Shelley. I challenge you to take time in the day, whatever it is, you can find it. Take 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. That's it, 10 minutes. And go for a 10-minute walk. Even if that means you just go walk up and down your street. Even if it means that you go in your backyard and you walk around in your backyard for 10 minutes. Even if that means you live in an apartment or condo, so you have a common sharing area, you just walk around if you don't want to walk on your street and see what it does to you. Because I'm telling you, I bet you the things that maybe are weighing on you, uh, you start to kind of just look at it in a different way or start to figure out and they no longer weigh on you. Just saying. And it's really interesting. Pause on this mini story real quick. So earlier today, I took a screenshot and I, oh, I tweeted it as well. And it's something that I saw on Instagram and it says, uh, Megan Jones actually tweeted it. Stop saying you have no time. And then there's a picture of like a little cartoon of a guy on a laptop. And it says, there's 168 hours a week. You spend 40 hours at work or school, 14 hours at the gym, 56 hours sleeping. That means you'll have 50, you'll have 58 hours left to spend. Don't waste it. Use it wisely. And I just thought like, and the reason why that hit a chord with me is because recently when I just, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say this and be transparent. Like, I don't mean to ever hurt anyone's feelings. So if this, for some strange reason, my mother ever hears this or gets wind of this, like positive eyes all around. I'm just telling my story, you know what I'm saying? Because I know there's people out there that maybe need to know they're not alone. So recently my mother, mother, 
I've been trying. So I'm really good. Something about me, I'm really good at keeping in touch with people. And I understand that a lot of people are not good at it. So I, I'm very patient with people when it comes to people getting back to me or staying in touch with me and they're not really doing a good job with it. Like I'm very patient with it because I get it. Like I am just really good at it. So I feel like I've been chasing my mom's attention, like not attention, like, look at me. I need your, your approval. It's more like, dude, you never know what's going to happen in life. So can we have some sort of conversation once in a while? So like if something weird happens, like the world ends, like, you know what I mean? And I've always thought in those terms, but I way talking like that now because life is so crazy. We don't know what's going on or what the future holds. What does the future hold? It holds blood. So, like, with my mom, I felt like it was, you know what it feels like? It feels like, I was just telling Danielle this, it feels like when you go out on a date with somebody, a couple dates, many dates. Let's say somebody, you, whenever you see them, you see them like once in a while, like when they're in town or you're in town or whatever. So let's say you see this person like four or five times a year. But every single time you guys are around each other, like you're in each other's area, it'll happen. Like that, you know, four or five times a year. And you have a great time every time you see this person. It's so much fun. It's awesome. You're like, wow, I've missed this person. And so then you go and, like, try to connect with them in between the times that you see them. And then they just ghost you. And you're like, dude, we had a good time. I don't understand, like, why. And then you start getting in your own head. And so then you're like, do I ask them if I did something or if I said something? You start second-guessing yourself. You know what I'm talking about, right? You totally know what I mean, right? That's how I feel with my mom. I'm not dating her. But it feels like when I, in the past, felt like I was chasing after unavailable men because me, I, and I connected with them. So that's why I gave them that time of day and to where if there were any other guy, I would be like, ew, whatever. He didn't get back to me. Cool. He can kiss my butt. But then there's those people where you're like, you know, oh, okay, well, you know, they're busy and you make excuses for them and you rationalize it because every time you reconnect with them, it's freaking awesome. That's how it is with my mom. And it drives me nuts. So I've been talking like that recently. I've been like, look, what if I were to die? Wouldn't you feel bad? <laughs> and I talk that bluntly in the text because I don't, I, I'm being for real. And I feel like maybe if I'm that blunt, Shelly Blensky, She'll say something, and she still will take forever to get back to me. So her recent thing to me is, don't take it personal. I'm just really busy right now. And to me right now, that is like, irks me so much because people gained time with this whole corona thing. Whether they liked it or not, they gained time because life is different. You can't go out the way you used to. Working isn't the same. Even if people, like, they're like, oh, nothing changed for me. I, I'm a, I was an essential worker, so I still went to work and nothing changed. Okay, cool, but, like, 
outside of work, there's still, like, until recently, like, no places were open. Uh, you could only go to the group. Remember when we were on curfew? Like, we in time in life, if you think about it. So it is how you use it. So when I saw that thing that Megan Jones posed, I was like, I want to send that to my mom. And I went to go, I don't know if you guys do this, but I went to go to her, but then I deleted it. Because I was like, dude, she's going to take it harsh. Like, I'm just coming at her. It's not the time. But the next time she tells me that she's too busy, my reply is going to be that photo. I'm going to keep it in my phone. <laughs> Hopefully I won't accidentally delete it. <sighs> this was a little Shelly rant over here. I didn't even realize I needed to rant. Anyways, let's get back to Minnie, <laughs> shall we? So, uh, yes, I think that she's just really understanding now that she is in a home, that we love her, we think she's super cute. So I've noticed over the weekend she's been really weird on walks. Like she will just stop and then she'll just like want to go the opposite way. And then she's been on Fred Mertz more than ever to where she actually nipped him the other day. And Fred's such a good boy. He was so patient. He didn't do nothing. He no-sold it. The king of the no-sell. That's Fred Mertz. So, um, Minnie, you know, I just was like, dude, we need to stop this now. Because I remember Ethel getting like that sometimes. And then she wouldn't listen and all this. So I was like, no, we're going to break that. So today, whoo, I've been working overtime. Let me tell you, this little girl. But I think I'm getting through to her, and it's such a gratifying feeling to be forced to have that patience. And the thing is, is something I learned when we were on the dog whisperer years ago with the Mertas. Caesar really taught me a lot about energy. And I remember at that time, you know, I just I was trying to figure myself out. I, I was taking a break from wrestling, so I didn't, even, I didn't know, like, if I wanted to retire or not. Like, I didn't know what, what the deal was. I just didn't know where I was at. It's a very confusing, weird time in my life. And when Caesar came down to help us with the Mertzes, the things, tools that he shared with us to use to work with the Mertzes, not only was it helping the Mertzes become better dogs, but it made me apply to situations in life with people. And it helped me not be so impatient with people when they just need to be corrected. And I'm not talking about like, well, actually pushing your glasses in correction. I'm talking about you're not acting right. If you're not going to act right, that's on you, but you're not going to act right like that in front of me kind of vibes. And it really helped me. It helped me in my, my uh, work life. It helped me in my personal life. And it made me really take a look at myself in different ways because to be able to do that with no attitude and just being just straightforward and firm, it's something else because, you know, so that's what I had to do with little, I was going to call her Ethel, oh my gosh, with little Minnie today, I had to be firm with her and it sucked. And right now she's taking an angry nap because we were doing so well. And then she effed up again. And then she didn't get her way, so she went and pouted, and now she's taking an angry nap. I'm no stranger to angry naps. How about you? (laughs) All right. I'm going to take a little break, Ski, and when I come back, I'm going to tell you guys about how I lost it. I went bonkers yesterday. Did you guys see me on the live stream? 
where I was afraid possibly somebody was in my house. So I live streamed me coming in the house and looking through every room on my public live stream. Yeah, that was me yesterday. So after these messages, you can hear all about Psycho Shelly. I'll be right back. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. 
Since 2012, HIAC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network, Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. Okay, I fixed it on Twitter. So I just post right now on Twitter the direct live link or whatever. I don't know. Next week, I'm sure everything will be much more smoother. So, anywho, let's get into your Amiga Psycho Shelly. Psycho Groupie Cocaine Crazy, Psycho Groupie Coke. No, I didn't do cocaine. Just, just the lyrics of the song. Anywho, so you guys know I do my OnlyFans. Shout out to my OnlyFans listening. OnlyFans.com forward Shelly Martinez. So, on my OnlyFans, there's a feature on there that's very similar to how it's set up on, like, Instagram or Facebook, where you can add to your story, right? So yesterday, I was going to be doing this OnlyFans shoot that I do, and before I went to my studio, I took a selfie in my hallway with the full-length mirror. So I took the selfie, then I posted it saying, you know, I'm going to be shooting now, whatever so then I get into my studio and I do a little video, like a little teaser video, whatever, just getting getting my uh, creative juices flowing while promoting that I'm over there so that my OnlyFans can see that, oh, you know, especially I love doing it because I love when people who are waiting on content see, oh, you know, she's going to be doing it now. So I put that on my story. And when I put it on my story, the video, I noticed, because you know when you upload a story on either Instagram or Facebook, and then you can kind of see a little thumbnail of the last thing that was uploaded? Well, I noticed it was blue and white. 
which was odd because I was wearing black. So I was like, dude, that's very weird. So I went and I clicked on it, and it was this chick. That's right, this chick. I don't know who she is. This is on my premium, meaning you have to pay to have access. Premium OnlyFans. On my story, this chick's video clip popped up. And she was in the mirror doing a full-length mirror selfie. And she was older, a little heavy size. And when she, what she did in the video was she had this dress on, this blue and white dress. It looked very momish. So I don't know if that's her gig that she's like mom, only fans chick. And she grabbed one of her boobs like over the dress and bounced it up and down three times. And then that was the video. So when I looked at the video, I noticed one of my only fans that I was about to shoot for was watching my story probably to see like, oh, Shelly's getting it going, whatever, like how I like, you know, how my intentions were, I was going to say being met. I don't know. <laughs> this is such a weird story. I don't know how to feel about it. So it's making me a little nervous right now talking about it. Okay. Take a deep breath, Shelly. So he was watching my story and I was like, crap. And I don't know why you guys, this bothers me. So this bothers me as much as that this chick just randomly appeared on my story. I deleted it. I got scared and I deleted it and I hate that I deleted it. So I, as soon as I deleted it, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? So I went and I asked that only fan if he had seen the chick. And he was like, yeah, who was that? And so that really creeped me out. I just had such a sick feeling in my stomach. Like, it was so, I wanted to throw up. I didn't feel good. The last thing I wanted to do was to shoot. And the thing is, in my head, because this is how fear works, right? In my head, I was just like, dude, if I didn't delete that snap, or not snap, um, story, I would have been able to look at it right now to see it again. I remember it looking very similar to what I had just taken a photo in. So that's why I thought, what if somebody's in my house? And here's the thing, you guys. We are living in such a strange world. Anything can happen. Anything. I'm over here freaked out with already without even thinking that maybe somebody's in my house and the reason why here's why I deleted it because it creeped me out not just because it happened but the look on the woman's face it was very mischievous and I didn't like it I felt like she was going hi Shelly like ew and let's say it was just a glitch and that's what only fans is telling me anyways and somehow some weird wires got crossed or whatever it was creepy dude and the thing is, is I kept Googling someone popping up on my OnlyFans story, OnlyFans getting hacked. And the only thing that would come up about OnlyFans being hacked was like people just saying, oh, my OnlyFans was hacked. So I got another one or I made another one, whatever. No, Nobody complaining or mentioning anything about somebody popping up. So I think it's very weird. That, like, what, am I the only person? It's weird. And it makes me feel psycho, but then what brings me back to reality, people, 
is my OnlyFans saw it too. So that's why I know I'm crazy, but I'm not psycho. <laughs> Let's get that street. But it freaked me out, and I just couldn't shake it. I couldn't shake it. I was scared to come into the house because I thought, what if? thought, okay, if something weird's going to happen, at least I can get it on a live stream. And I got to do it on a live stream that if for some reason my phone were to be dead or it ends, it can automatically save. That's the world we're living in, dude. So I went and logged into my public periscope and I went through the entire house like a crazy person making sure everything was all right however I didn't look in the attic dun 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 but um so that's what happened yesterday and so I just I couldn't shake it and I thought it was really odd maybe it's because people just it didn't happen to them so they don't get it but people were missing the point completely like the only fan was like, do you remember what it looked like, like the video? And he was like, oh, yeah, she had nothing on you. I'm like, no, dude, like details. Was it in my house? It was the same. Like, I don't care if she has nothing on me. She has something on me that her crap is on my page. Like, that shouldn't happen. And I was just very surprised how people were just like oh wow that's weird anyways so and I'm like no it's not just weird I'm not just gonna be like oh that was weird anyways no and that's when I realized I felt 1000% violated and that's a crappy feeling I haven't felt violated in a long time I've felt butthurt I felt lied to I've felt used, I've felt anger, I've felt disappointment, but I haven't felt violated in a really, really, really long time. Like, really long time. So, it made me understand why I just couldn't shake it. You know what I mean? It wasn't something I could just be like, oh, man, that was weird, but anyways, let's do this shoot. Yay! No. It took me a long time. My shoot was supposed to start at 3, and that's when all this was going on. I didn't end up shooting until about 10 o'clock last night. just couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I wasn't hungry for dinner. I felt so sick. It's because I felt violated. And it's a violation in a huge way because me creating content that is my content and putting it on a site that's supposed to be protecting that content I trusted OnlyFans I'm not saying I 100% don't trust OnlyFans right now but I'm very I don't feel the same way I used to and it sucks because OnlyFans has done so much for me just like when Patreon, when I first started Patreon, it changed everything because I used to have an OnlyFans back in the day and it wasn't making me much money and I felt like I was doing all this work for hardly anything. Couldn't pay my bills, that's for sure. 
And when I went to Patreon, that's when I was able to get back on my feet and finally start getting out of the hole I created for myself and able to pay my bills. Then OnlyFans, when I went back to it, it took its place to where now it's like I don't have the same amount of members on my secret society since I stopped using Patreon. And it sucks, but that's just it. So I make a good portion of my money off of OnlyFans. So I take it very, very serious. It makes me, yesterday it made me not want to do OnlyFans. So I don't know. So the latest I heard from OnlyFans is that, oh, just change your password. And if it happens again, if it happens again, they're like, it was probably just a glitch. And I wrote back, okay, this does not make me feel better, but all right. And this is exactly why, like, the whole thing with my content, like, not caring as much on YouTube because they're all strict and all this, this, and this. And so it's like, okay, I'll just do my own thing. And my own thing to allow me to do that is OnlyFans. I have Shelly TV through my free OnlyFans. And it's just like, okay, so now what? If someone could get into my account to where they can post their video on my story, what else can they do? Can they steal my money? It's just not okay. So to be honest with you, I am obsessed, obsessed with, sorry, Danielle was texting me, with, um, just trying to figure out how to do a membership site myself. I did it once before because before I went to OnlyFans back in the day, I made the secret society on my own. It took me a couple weeks. I must have built and rebuilt a site like 10 different times. It was a learning process, but I got it. I did it. And it was nice for a little bit, but then I don't know, OnlyFans at the time, there was a friend of mine that was doing it, and she kind of turned me on to it. Not that she told me I should do it, but when I saw how she was using it and it was integrated really well with her Twitter, that's when I was like, oh, okay, like maybe that's better, and then I won't have to worry about all this, I have to spend money on hosting and blah, 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 blah. And I don't regret nothing in life. Everything happens for a reason. It's fine. But I kind of wish that even if I backed off on doing the secret society for OnlyFans, I wish I would have at least kept notes on how I did it because my whole thing with my membership site and doing it myself is like, it's not a problem to build the site for me. It's more about the membership end, setting up the membership and the pay and the billing. So yesterday I did a lot of research. I think I might've found the way I did it before. So here's hoping. So stay tuned for that. But that's what happened yesterday. Cause some people were like, what's going on? Like, I don't get it. And I get it. I was all over the place. Like a crazy person. If you didn't know those details, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, uh, I was going to say deny you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I wouldn't blame you for thinking I was just on drugs. You know what I'm saying? All right. I'm going to take another little break over here. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you guys all about 
my virtual match I had yesterday. That's right. I had a virtual match yesterday. Hear all about it right after. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gut. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. 
Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. Before I get into my virtual match, something that kind of triggered me when I was listening to the commercials with you guys. Hold on. Let me finish this hit. Cool. I'm stuck in there. Can't let that go to waste now, can I? So what's really interesting to me is there's some people in wrestling who... When I was on TV, they somehow or another were aware that I existed, whether it be that weren't working with me, that weren't my employees, you know, and my employees, oh, my gosh, they weren't my employees, you know, that Vince McMahon works for me, brother, (laughs) Dixie Carter, yeah, she's my bitch, anyways, yes, I just said that. Oh, well, so there's certain people who I didn't work with in WWE or TNA, and they knew who I was either because they were watching either of those products during the time that I was there, or maybe someone was like, hey, have you seen this girl? So then they knew about me that way, right? But some of these fellas, and some of them I use that term loosely, some of these fellows, they, how can I put it? They've never met me, but knowing me just through either seeing me before or someone showing them when I was Ariel or Selena, kind of gave them this sense of entitlement that they can be all kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy with me. And it's like, dude, I don't even even met you. And the thing is, is when I was growing up watching wrestling, when I was little, I remember people like Sergeant Slaughter, uh, you know, Captain Lou, of course, because, I mean, I loved Cindy Lauper's involvement. Uh, Big Boss Man, British Bulldog. You know, Hulk Hogan, of course, these different people. But then there was this huge gap in between where there was other people that were in wrestling that if you kept up during that time where I kind of fell out for many years, you would know who those people are. So for me, my whole point is, is when I reinvested myself into wrestling was during the Attitude Era, you know? So with the Attitude Era, you know, that's the people like Lita, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, The Hardy Boys, Christian and Edge, you know, all the Hurricane, these people, like, no, The Hurricane wasn't in the Attitude Era. What am I talking about? Maybe because I named those Carolina folks. But you know what I mean. It was WCW back in that time. 
So anyways, you had this attitude error, right? And so that's what I really fell for. And I guess maybe I lumped him in there because then that's what made me continue tuning into the product. That's what made me stay tuned in. It, it caught me, you know, I fell for it. I was like, dude, this is freaking awesome. Like I'm right there with you guys, you know, like I thought it was freaking great. The Godfather, my goodness, with his hose. I, I wanted to be one of his damn hoes. I ended up being one of his hoes, but it wasn't, it was on the indies and I don't care. I, I got to be one of Godfather's hoes and I loved it. But those are the people who I was more familiar with. Those are the people who, not more, I was familiar with. So there's this big gap of people who I'm not. And certainly the people before my time, I was not. And it's interesting because in the world of wrestling, a lot of people judged me for like not knowing wrestling encyclopedia A through Z. And it's like, dude, cool. Like you've known about wrestling longer than I have. Okay, awesome. So you know all that. I didn't just like stumble upon it. Like I found it. And when I found it is when I found it. And like, oh, well, so what? You know what I mean? It drives me nuts. The guys I'm talking about, these dudes that I didn't really know and I've never met, but they were familiar with my work from one way or another or who I was. I wasn't familiar with who they were. And then when I didn't know who they were, it's like I had I got an attitude or acted like I was being disrespectful. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like, not everyone knows who everybody is. Not everybody has, like, grown in the business. And it just, it just gets me. It gets me so much, man. <laughs> Where's Malcolm at? It gets me, brother. It really did, though, because... I will never forget this. One time when I was first starting in wrestling, I'll never forget this. There was this dude, and I've told this to his face, so I'm going to say his name just because I have told him to his face, so it's fine. And I think it's it's a funny story. So there is this dude here in SoCal, Bo Cooper. How many SoCalers are listening right now? You know Bo. Freaking Bo Cooper. This big old tatted dude. And he was at my wrestling school and whatever, whatever, this is my first introduction into the wrestling world aside from being a fan and watching it on TV, okay? So, Bo Cooper, you know, whatever, and then one day I came to school, and he was like, oh, so why you kayfabing me, Shelly? And I was like, what? He's like, why you kayfabing me? And he was like, all aggressive about it and I was like I I don't know what you mean he's like whatever blah 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 give me this attitude right so after training was over it bothered me so much that the next day I went to the bookstore and I got that book wrestling for dummies because I saw that it I bought it because I went to see if it could tell me what the word kayfabe meant and it did so I bought the book and that's why, like, if you know me, if you're listening to me and you know me personally because, like, I've trained with you or something like that, or if you're somebody that's been watching my stuff for a long time, you know there's been – there was, like, a, a time in my career where um, in personal times, like, not at work, but, like, on videos or in live streams or whatever, I would use a lot of carny talk. And I would say, brother, sister, okay, brother. And I really had fun with it. 
And then the joke to me was because I was the nerd who had to discover wrestling so much on my own that I went to go find out what kayfabe meant at the bookstore and bought wrestling for dummies. <laughs> and I studied that book. So for me, it was very, it, I'm glad it happened. So it's funny later in life, much later, you know, when I was way over, more over in life, I was booked on a show with Bo, with Bo and he was there in the ring and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to get him. I'm going to act like I have a problem with him. And then I'm going to be like, why are you kayfabing me, bro? And he's, I know he's going to be like, what, what? It's been so long since I had seen him. So I just wanted to throw him off, right? And so I did just that. I walked him. I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, why are you kayfabing me, bro? He's like, no, Shelly, I would never do this. Dude, yeah, whatever. You're a kayfaber. Whatever. And I walked away. And he came up to me. And then I just laughed. And I told him the story. I was like, do you know that? And he was like, are you serious? He didn't remember, of course. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I even used to have shirts that said hashtag kayfabe. I was all about it. But here's the problem. This is why I've been very resistant to use wrestling carny lingo. The reason why is because in having fun with all of that or whatever, I felt it was part of you know, it's part of that lifestyle. Not everyone does it, but it kind of has, call me, like, I'm just an idiot, okay? I'm going to call myself, I'm an idiot because when I was having these good times in carny talk, I thought it meant something, you know, kind of like the handshake. I stopped doing the handshake thing before I retired, and it wasn't because I was being a bitch. And I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not shaking anyone's hand. If naturally it wasn't there, it wasn't there. It's not a big deal. But the reason why like they say, oh, you shake hands because you're supposed to respect everyone in the locker room and da-da-da. Well, I don't respect everyone in the locker room. And not only that, you expect me to go by this, you have to shake everyone's hand. But all these other rules you make exceptions for all these other people that are breaking way worse rules, like sometimes just human rules, not wrestling, but a human, you're being a bad human, you're doing bad things. That's okay, but oh, I got heat with that guy because he didn't shake my hand. Shelly didn't shake my hand. That's right, bitch, I did not shake your hand. Whether it's because I didn't like you or not, it's not the thing. Like, who cares if I didn't shake your hand? Just say hi. How about that? Hi, how's it going? Great, how are you? Awesome, it's nice to see you. Then maybe that's when the handshake happens. How about that? Because it's genuine, and the conversation's being open, and you can make any kind of little gestures you want to fake and phony your way through life, but you can also show respect to somebody by treating them like a human being and just say, hi, how are you? That's it. You don't even have to say, hi, how are you? Hi. 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 Hey, how's, uh, hi. Maybe not. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Be nuts. <laughs> this damn wrestling world drives me nuts because it has all these little, little codes and this. And I was down, guys. I was down with it. So down that I had a shirt that said K Fabe. Hashtag K Fabe. Brother. Sister. 
But then all that stuff didn't mean nothing to me anymore because I was like, dude, this is so, it doesn't mean anything. They're just, it's it's just no, no, and oh, no. But I do like getting down and being a little carny sometimes, like calling Fred the old no-seller. He is. Anyways, let's get into my virtual match. So I had a virtual match yesterday. Crazy, right? So one of my only fans ordered it, and, you know, I was just like, okay. I At first, they just wanted a photo set, and they're, like, telling me a script of what they wanted. Like, okay, it's like if I came from behind you and then put you in a sleeper hold, Okay, well, how about we just do a little video? Let's get creative over here. It was a little challenging to get the camera angles right. I did shoot it myself, queen of the selfies, I swear to goodness. Not because I'm the queen of the selfies. It's like, no, bitch, I'm the queen of the selfies because I take really awesome content, whether it's me or a selfie with Mertz or whatever. I I make shit happen. (laughs) Like this video last night, my virtual match. So what he did is he would write to me, like what he and it was like in sections. Like okay, you're cutting a promo and you're talking bad about me, and I come from behind and put you in a sleeper hold, and then you, um, you know, keep wiggling around until I got you, and then eventually you pass out, your arms drop to your sides, and then. I put you down on the floor, and I was just doing all this, and I was so creative with my camera angles. Like, it looked real. I am so damn proud of what that little virtual match, so that I would send them that, and then read some more, and then I would set it up, and then I would do it again, and, do you know, whatever. So it's really awesome. Like, I had so much fun doing it. Uh, so it was a good – even though it was challenging because of yesterday being so weird, it did allow me to have to just, like – not focus on any of that and just focus on trying to like stay, it was like a puzzle like I had to figure out how to put this virtual match together now I know if I would have just sent him something generic like it's very obvious like I'm like my arms are in the air and I'm, there's no one behind me I am very certain he would have still loved that but I know he loved that video because I made it look for real a real POV type. So I'm so proud of it. It did take a lot out of me, but it's all right. I learned a lot. I learned how I could have did it easier next time. And so next time, should I have another virtual match? I'll apply what I learned yesterday because let's be honest, life is lessons, people. All right, let's get to the phone lines. If you would like to give me a call, hey, People are like, oh, would you follow me? Can't you follow me? There's this one person. They keep tweeting me. Please follow me. Please follow me. And I think I don't want to, like, hurt anyone's feelings or anything, but sometimes I feel like tweeting back, what makes you think that I want to follow you if all you do is, like, every day now ask me to follow you? Like, that's not what's going to get you a follow. I'll tell you that real quick. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've never met anybody who has had – Someone consistently say, will you please follow me? Please follow me. And they go, yeah, okay, I'll follow you. I, maybe it happens. I don't know. But to me, it's odd. It's very odd, and it gets on my nerves. So if that's you and you're listening, please stop. Please. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but please. <laughs> but anyways, um, 
<clears throat> people wanted me to follow them. So it's like, did you have an opportunity right now to call me? You could talk to me on the phone here on Shally Live on VOC Nation. Oh, is it your shy? Uh, can't please them all. All right, let's go to the line. 208, what's your name and where are you from? Yeah, it's uh, Malcolm, uh, Shelly. Um, first of all, um, I'm in uh, Henderson, Nebraska, on my way to South Carolina <laughs> to relocate. Uh, I'm going to work with Tony Capone and uh, Dr. Dr. John Stamey, um, the amazing Velvet, David Kerr, and Chaz Moretti in this new wrestling organization. And, you know, um, I wanted to ask you, Shelly, would you like me to put in a good word for you with Tony Capone? Would you like to wrestle in the NAWA? Because I could do that for you if you want me to, you know, if, if you No, if you'd like. that's okay. Thank you. It's it's all good. Uh, I am done with wrestling. I'm cool. <laughs> second, uh, my brother, he wanted to call and talk with you, but – um, he's having trouble with his phone, so I just told him I'd say hello for you. That's Mike. He's my three-year-older brother. Um, he oh, still calls me his God. little brother. Yeah, he calls me his little brother, and I'm taller than he is. About an inch taller. Yeah, Shelly. Um, yeah, I talked to Tony Dow and Jerry Mathers at the Hollywood show February 1st, and I told Tony Dow that my brother Mike still calls me his little brother, and he goes, Malcolm, he says, tell your brother that you're a little taller than he is. <laughs> you know, so, I, I, I live uh, Wally and Beaver. They're so cool. Um, anyway, um, I wanted to tell you that, uh, Shelly, could you give a hats off to two people, one in uh, Wyoming and one in, I was at a Best Western, and one um, lady was a state trooper in near Henderson, Nebraska. Um, the lady... The young lady, the girl, um, she was, uh, I guess she was flirting with me, and I'm older than she is, so her mom was there, and she's the manager, and um, she did some nice things for me. First of all, I told her I wanted to buy a squirt, you know, to drink, and she said, it's on the house. You can have one for nothing. I'm like, well, that was nice, and then I was trying to get her, and I was trying to get on the computer to print out my directions on how to get to South Carolina from there. And she did it for me. And then I paid her a compliment. I told her mama, um, I want to give her a nice compliment. She says, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to tell her she's a beautiful young lady, you know? And I, I just felt good saying that. And then the state trooper today, I was coming around this curve and, and when you're going downward and you're turning, your speed increases about 10 miles an hour. So I kind of went a little fast. So this female state trooper pulled me over, and she says, I give her my driver's license, and she comes back, and she says, I'm just going to give you a warning because um, driving – she goes, driving that car must be a real stress. You know? And I just wanted to compliment both these ladies. I, I don't know what it is, Shelly, but I think the ladies really like me. I, I don't know why, but you know, they, they do extra things for me, and it, it's really nice. You know, and I just right. wanted to make sure. That, you know. And Shelly, you were cracking me up. Wrestling for dummies? <laughs> Did they make a book like that? <laughs> they sure do. I owned it. I owned it. <laughs> That's funny. I, didn't, I knew they made uh, computers for dummies and things like that, but I didn't know they were wrestling for dummies. 
I like they a copy of that. Called, they should make a book called Life or Dummy. Maybe that'll help a lot of people out. How about, how about one uh, that fits me? Impression, wrestling impressions for dummies. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Or if we could go anywhere with it. I think I think the uh, maybe they exist. Who knows? They have it all, including... <laughs> Like the one I had, wrestling, pro wrestling, excuse me, pro wrestling for dummies. <laughs> pro wrestling for dummies. <laughs> Boy. Oh, man, I could see some wrestlers studying that book. <laughs> like, you know, I got to say me. something else. It was me. I was the wrestler who was studying it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, consider, I don't consider making fun of you. You're a nice young lady, and you're a good wrestler, and I just have total respect for you. You know, as a friend, you know, I, I know, you know, you got a boyfriend and everything, and, you know, I don't want to take it that any farther than that. I just want to be friends. Like, I was meeting Angelina Love and, and Velvet Sky at StarCast last year, and I'm in front of, I go up to them to meet them, and I want to take a picture with them, and I wanted to kneel in front of them, and Velvet Sky says, why do you want to kneel instead of stand up with us? And I said, well, you're... You're married to Mark Lamonco. That's Bubba Ray Dudley. I like that guy. And I told Angelina she's dating some guy, some other wrestler. And I don't want to interfere in anybody's relationship. So I told Velvet I wanted to kneel in front of you, you know, to respect your relationship. And she said, you can stand up with us, you know, because, you know, we trust you. And that makes me feel good that, you know, I was raised in a church. And if you can't respect somebody else's relationship, like, if I meet you and your boyfriend, Metal Jesus, I'm going to have total respect for you because that's your relationship, and I, I want to be like that. Uh, I don't care how anybody wants to be. That's how I want to be. You know, so. Okay, well, two things real quick. Velvet Sky is married to Bubba? Bubba Ray Dudley, Mark Lamonco. They were selling this. Um, I told them I bought two of these things. They were. So, I was in Redlands, California about the summer and they had this infomercial that I saw one time, and Talia Madison is her name, and Mark Lamonco, and they were selling this thing you put on the wall that massages your back. And I told Velvet last year I bought two of those things because we weren't even hardly selling those things. And you go, she goes, you bought two of them? And I said, yeah, I was just trying to show you guys respect. I mean, I like Bubba Ray Dudley, and I like Velvet Sky. So, I mean, why shouldn't I do that? You know, so it's a friendship thing. I just I didn't realize. I see. I'm so out of the loop. I just thought they were together. I didn't know that they were married. I think they're such a cute couple. I think they're both very. They've always been very nice to me, both of them. So positive vibes to that that couple. Yeah, I met I met Bubba Ray Dudley at TNA Family Interaction, and Brother Devon, uh, his partner, was over there. And I go up to Brother Devon. I'm getting a hot dog, and I'm getting a soda. And Brother Devon, he's looking at me and go, Oh, my brother, testify. <laughs> he starts laughing. So Beverly Deli tells me to come over. And he says, What do you want? You said that to him. What do you want to say to me? And I said, Brother Devon, get the table. <laughs> it was so cool, awesome. And the other thing I wanted to mention, 
actually, I <laughs> need to be correcting myself here. It wasn't Wrestling for Dummies. It was The Complete Idiot's Guide to Pro Wrestling. That's <laughs> what it was. I just looked it up. So to make it even work, like, Wrestling for Dummies makes it sound like, oh, you can't figure it out. So you can, but The Complete <laughs> Idiot's Guide to pro, to pro Wrestling was the book because – I wanted to look it up, so I looked it up. I could I couldn't find it, and I remembered how it looked. It was white with um, this red, and so yeah, it's the complete idiot's guide to pro wrestling. <laughs> it's funny, you know. I I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to, Shelly. Christmas is coming up, Thanksgiving, but I'm waiting for what happens next year, the start of next year. The Hollywood show, four ladies on the Batman TV show, and Peter Dial was going to play Robin Dick Grayson for Burt Ward Got the Rule, and other celebrities. Lorenzo Lamas is going to be there. I found out he was uh, the athlete in the movie Grease in 78 with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. He had blonde hair, and I didn't even recognize him. And so next time I see him, I got to tell him that. So cool. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that that's him. Yeah, I mean, it just went right past me, and, and he's and he's his, his coach is Sid Caesar, the famous comedian, you know, and they're talking, and I didn't even I had to go back and look at that, you know. So when I see Lorenzo Lamas at the next show, they're gonna have a a bunch of people from the Greece, not everybody, but as many people as they can get. Uh, I'm gonna tell Lorenzo that it's really cool, man. <laughs> I never recognized him, you know. Oh, I know. Well, thank you so much for calling me, Malcolm, and I hope to hear from you soon. And my brother next week. Okay, right. awesome. <laughs> you have a good Awesome. And you have a good you week. You take care of yourself out there. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All righty. Well, I guess that's all I got in me today. So um, stay tuned, amigos y amigas. Some, I have some announcements regarding Shelly Live coming very soon, so stay tuned for that. So to make sure you keep on the up and ups, make sure to follow VOC Nation on Twitter at VOC Nation. And also yours truly, Shelly from Kelly. <laughs> because I've had to change so many social medias, that's why. If you want to judge me, go ahead. It's fine. I judge me too. Anyways, you guys have yourself an awesome rest of your week. And I'll be talking to you guys next week. And until then... I'm Shelly from Kelly, and I'll be smelling you later. Adios.